Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash blackcase and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash blackcase. He smiled at me, real funny-like, and said, Boogity. Boogity? Boogity. 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 Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Black Case Diaries podcast. I'm Robin. I'm here with... Marcy. And Adam. Yay. Adam, Adam, Adam. Adam. <laughs> it's the best. You guys are right, too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I Thanks. think the silence Adam? spoke for itself. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> We're continuing our month of a Disney Halloween. <laughs> yes. We, we've we talked about a, quite a few different movies, and this week we've got a two-parter. Whoa. We're talking about two movies. What? Yeah, it's pretty exciting stuff. So it's double feature. Double Fright Night feature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both of these films are part of the magical world of Disney or the wonderful world of Disney, whatever you want to call it. An anthology series that started in 1954. Are you guys familiar with The Wonderful yeah. World of Disney? Yeah? Uh, we'll, the, we'll talk about it a little bit later. The okay-ish world of Disney. Yeah. <laughs> these films are Mr. Boogity and Bride of Boogity. Ooh. What? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So far, we've done episodes about witches, the boogeyman, and even unexplained alien forces. Yes, Yes. we have. Sure have, yeah. This week, however, we are focusing on the most classic type of monster, ghosts. Ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts. (laughs) Humans have believed in ghosts since the beginning of history. Spirits of the dead appear in folklore across the world, and many people still believe in ghosts today. Do you guys believe in ghosts? Oh, I mean, I can't explain certain things, so it has yeah. to be ghosts. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I've never seen seen anything that I would describe as a ghost, but there have been so many stories from you guys even and just in general <laughs> that it's just it's hard not to believe in something like that. Right. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, would, I agree. Yeah, do you believe in ghosts? I mean, first? yeah. Much. <laughs> <laughs> or at least evil spirits or something. Yeah. Something's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would be? What's the difference between an evil spirit and a ghost, though, it, Marcy? Well, an evil evil spirit could be a demon. Yeah. I guess, oh yeah, I yeah. guess that's true. Yeah. Okay. And that's a totally, especially from a religious perspective, a demon and a ghost are very different. Oh things. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. According to a 2013 poll, update your polls, everybody. Yeah. It's 2019. It's a six-year-old poll, and it was the most recent I could find. <laughs> Anyway, according to a 2013 poll, 45% of Americans say that they believe in ghosts. The endearing quality of a go- good ghost story comes from the fact that most people have experienced something that they cannot explain. Telling these stories connects us and is a lot of fun. Right, guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, well. <laughs> Not for Adam. <laughs> yeah. Some experts believe that we want ghosts to be real because we long for a connection to the past and the people that come before us. And of course, if we know the history of a place... Humans can make connections that aren't there. Yeah. It's very common. <sighs> I, All the time. I think it's really prevalent. I think a lot of people 
are drawn to these kinds of things, especially you can see it in all the like TV shows. Yeah. There are. There's so many different <laughs> paranormal shows or movies. So obviously a lot of people either believe it or are at least drawn to the interesting aspects yeah the, of the fact that there might be ghosts yeah there are all kinds of shows especially now there's all these ghost hunter shows i love where, those. Uh, yeah oh, they're yeah. they're actually they're horribly cheesy yeah they're weird, such a guilty pleasure for but me. they're so much fun they always have the like <laughs> infrared camera facing back at them while they're walking around yeah, that yeah, scary yeah. place it's it's great i, I love, love those so i love those shows with the with the ghost hunters for sure. I found a Scientific American article that lays out some possible explanations for ghosts. They explored expl- explanations for the physical sensations we identify with a supernatural presence, like a low-frequency sound or mold. Mold? Yeah, they pick different things that might cause us to feel uncomfortable. Interesting. Because a lot of the time, someone will say, I entered a room and I suddenly felt a very negative presence. I felt a weight on my chest or I felt something that didn't a want chill. me to be there. Yeah. And so they were thinking of different uh, things, different physical things that could actually cause you to feel that way. Like a, maybe a low frequency sound that your ears can't quite pick up, but your body still senses it and it makes you feel really uneasy. Ooh. And, you know, something that might be toxic, like a, like a type of mold that's kind of, you know, or, you know, carbon monoxide, something that's, that's poisoning you. You know, that makes a lot of sense because in most cases, haunted houses tend to be very old, <laughs> you know, from yeah. the 18 something or other or older still. Yeah. They, you go into them, oh, this house has such a deep history. So people have died here, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, is it just coincidence that those stories exist with this place or is it something else? Yeah. that That's Ooh. interesting to think about. Yeah. And then in a BBC article, someone named Talk Thompson, what a great name, Talk Thompson, suggests that ghost stories remind people that ethics transcend our own lives and teach us to live well. Ghost stories can be hopeful, showing us that there is life beyond death and that for some, there is a chance for redemption. I thought that was a really interesting point because it definitely pertains to this story, Mr. Boogity, because... He definitely was somebody who did not do well in life. Yeah. And then is stuck on this earth. So yeah. he was thinking that maybe sometimes when we tell ghost stories, we're telling each other, you know, to live good lives and be ethical. And that way we won't get mm-hmm. caught between dimensions and stuck mm-hmm. here on earth. It you know? reminds me of Ghost Whisperer. Oh, yeah. Another, another TV show about oh, ghosts yes. that was that on a was while That was another ago. super cheesy show, but yeah. man, I loved it. That was a good one mm-hmm. where she could see ghosts and yes. talk to them and help them move on. Lots of early 2000s TV CGI. Yes. And, and it's it's very fun. Very, very dated show if you watch it now. But mm-hmm. that being said, let's talk about Mr. Boogity, a ghost of questionable morality. <laughs> <laughs> it's questionable more than questionable i would say <laughs> <laughs> just downright dastardly i think oh my gosh so before we launched into mr boogity how did you guys feel about it um when we first when you f- we first put this on our list of movies to watch for the for halloween i was like what is that <laughs> that looks weird but then yeah. having watched it, I realized that, boy, howdy, did I miss out. <laughs> because it was so just lovably ridiculous. And it felt like somebody just had a fun idea. Yeah. And they're like, let's, let's make a movie about a ghost. <laughs> He's kind of a dick. 
He is. is he's it? such a dick. What does he oh, say? Yeah. Go say boo a lot. It's just extended. Boo goody. Boo goody. That's it. Perfect. <laughs> they just kind of force the scary name into it, and it. I don't know. It's great. Yeah. Had oh, a great yeah. time watching both of them. Yeah, they are actually. They're both really good. I oh, think. Yeah. yeah. There were such fun moments. Like, for example, oh gosh, you, I know Adam definitely liked this line about when the, the girl was up there alone, <laughs> uh, up in the hallway, I think, and she was walking around. And she, <laughs> I bet they don't even know about Bruce Springsteen, Springsteen. around here. Oh my gosh. I mean, everyone knows who Bruce Springsteen is. Especially right? in 1986. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good goodness gracious. <laughs> so... Airing in April of 1986, Mr. Boogity was a short film for the anthology series Wonderful World of Disney. At the time, Wonderful World of Disney was called Disney's Sunday Movie. So if you are unfamiliar, there was an anthology series, and I guess it technically is still airing today? Sort of, yeah. Yeah, it ran on Sunday nights, and it was the Disney, Disney would play a movie that they had made specifically for the anthology show. Mm. And so this was before Disney Channel original movies. And actually, this started in the 50s, long before Disney Channel. So uh, th- they would have new movies for this. And this was one of those brand new movies. So the movie, yeah, the movie was directed by Oz Scott. And uh, I did read a couple accounts that this might have, st- they were thinking about making a TV show because of oh. because of the Mr. Boogity movie and it did pretty well and they were thinking that this could kind of be a pilot episode for a TV show about Interesting. him. But I don't believe there was any formal talks of that actually happening. I thought that I could find, not that I could actually say for certain. I did find some places that said it, but I couldn't, I couldn't verify Confirm. that it was true. Uh. So uh, I, I don't think that it was ever formally talked about, but they did think about doing that. Would have been really interesting. I wonder how many episodes they could have gotten out of one yeah. recurring ghost villain who just says, Boogity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. The movie was originally called Cheap Thrills and was meant to be an airplane-style parody horror film. <laughs> By Sia? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a song. <laughs> Sorry, Cheap Thrills. <laughs> nice, Mars. Wow. Uh, the topical humor. That's really good. That went right over my head. Yeah, I'm, just... Me and Adam are too old for that stuff. We definitely looked at you like we had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Get nice. that top 40s nonsense wow. out Wow. Look, she listens to the radio, folks. <laughs> me and Adam do not do that. <laughs> I only listen on Sundays to hear the Browns lose. <laughs> Adam, you just sounded so old. I know. <laughs> you got your newspaper with you as you watch it. He's sitting there. <laughs> Read the funnies and then listen to the Browns lose. He's just so curmudgeon. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, listen on Sundays for the top 40 by Casey Kasem. That's what I thought yeah. you were going to say. Uh, Scriptwriter Michael Janiver initially intended for the film to star Cheech and Chong. And the humor was drastically changed when Disney picked the project yeah. instead of Columbia Pictures. So, yeah. So, originally, he wanted it to be very much of a parody and for it to be more adult. Got some Cheech and Chong. Obviously, more adult comedy duo. And he wanted it to be done by Columbia Pictures. They turned it down. Disney picked it up. He wrote. He rewrote some stuff. Yeah. Made it a little, a little more suitable for children. <laughs> 
In the original script, there was one son, but Janivor added a second son so that he could name the sons after his wife's grandsons. Oh, cute. It's funny that it's specified, though, as his wife's grandsons. Yeah. And not It must have been somebody he married that already had grandsons. I'm guessing. He got some points there, probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Good for you, buddy. Janover was inspired to use the word boogity after seeing the film Cat's Eye. Are you guys familiar with Cat's Eye? I am not. So this is a Stephen King screenplay. Okay. Yeah. 80s horror film. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One character in the film taunts another by shouting boogity at him while he attempts to walk across the top of a skyscraper. Oh. Yeah. And it... uh, Sounds dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And it, uh, you know, inspired him. To come up with the word boogity for this movie. The movie was shot on Disney's back lot and only took about 12 to 15 days to film. <laughs> wow. Wow. Amazing. That's great. That amazing. What a turnover. That's really, really good. Yeah, two weeks for this 45-minute movie. Rick Stratton is the makeup artist that was behind the hideous mask of Mr. Boogity, which didn't even fit the actor's face. <laughs> I yeah. guess I'm not surprised now that you say that because watching the movie, it yeah. looked a little weird. It's very Zeke the Plumber-esque. Yeah. Where the mask doesn't quite fit, so it's even more terrifying. Yeah, because it's kind of drooped on yeah. him a little bit and it does his mouth doesn't move quite right yeah. with it. And, oh, yeah. boy. He said he had very little to work with and the mold that they gave him was for a mask of, of a burn victim. So I guess oh, that would make wow. sense that he'd have lots of he has lots of like bumps, bubbly bumps on yeah. his face. Yeah, he's definitely. Some people have compared him to meatloaf, like a, like a meatloaf face. Like oh. his face looks like a meatloaf. Huh? Yeah, I, I suppose so. Maybe a maybe a pumpkin that's grown a little too much. Yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? Those ugly, <laughs> bumpy the, pumpkins that nobody warts. picks. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the story, in the story, the Davises, a family of five, move into a home in Lucifer Falls. What a great name. I know, right? Oh you gosh. can tell that this was originally meant to be like a super parody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Lucifer <laughs> Falls. I mean, yeah, things like Lucifer Falls. Would, yeah. yeah. Did they live on like 666 Devil Street? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but they should have. Yeah. <laughs> so Carlton Davis owns a joke shop called Gag City, and is constantly playing tricks on his kids and wife, Eloise. When the family arrives at their new home, they are spooked when they meet Neil Witherspoon, the town historian. Mr. Witherspoon warns the family about the Boogity Man, an evil ghost that haunts the house. Well, thanks a lot for the advice, Neil, but I think we'll be staying. Whatever you say. Whatever you do, I want you to keep an eye out for the Boogity Man. Boogity! 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 Boo! We uh, talked about the Boogie Man yes. um, a couple episodes ago, and <laughs> it's so funny how close these are. <laughs> um, the Boogity Man and the Boogie Man even though they're, like, not the same at all. Yeah, they're different. One's a ghost and one's the boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. The, the quintessential boogeyman. But not it, it doesn't even take from the lore of boogeyman or anything like that, like the <laughs> other movie. It's just 
yeah, he just <laughs> got inspired from one mo- one screenplay where a guy said boogity once. It's, it's so strange, but it, it like sticks. And now that I've seen this movie, I'll immediately think of it every time I hear anything close to boogity. <laughs> I hear, oh, like, oh, you know, if somebody says boo, I'll think mm-hmm. of boogity. Or if I hear about the boogeyman, I'll think yeah. of boogity again, probably. It's just. <laughs> it's boogity, it's a nonsense boo. name, but so unique at the same time. I don't know how they did it. Yeah. But as time goes on, the children start to see unexplained phenomena that they initially write off as tricks from their dad's shop. Eventually, the family begins to see ghosts from colonial times, including Mr. Boogity himself. Can we talk about the fact that the shop is called Gag City? Gag City. I just love that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Your dad works at Gag, gag City. Oh, gag. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. right? Gag me with the spoon. <laughs> this is the 80s. This is when they would say stuff like that, right? That's how yeah. the 80s were. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Oh According gosh. to the movies. <laughs> yeah. When you I wanted mean, to total... be hip and cool, you had to say things yeah. like, oh, gag, and uh. then listen to Bruce Springsteen. I mean, I take exactly. them all as, as just truth, you know, everything <laughs> I saw from the movies, you know. <laughs> anyway, as the children concerned about their new home head to town and ask Mr. Witherspoon about the house's history, he tells them the story of William Hanover. A pilgrim who would scare local children by shouting, Boogity. Ooh, got him. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, don't scare me like that. <laughs> but I guess in, in those times, anything. <laughs> right, anything you'd was. Say whatever you want. I mean, they were, I mean, yeah, their lives were pretty terrifying yeah. in those times. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, no, winter's coming. Well, it was nice knowing you, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, oops. Good luck <laughs> trying to survive. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't get enough wood. Yeah, no one has heat, so. <laughs> oh, jeez. Cry, laugh through the pain, everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, William Hanover fell in love with a widow named Marion. It's always Marion, isn't it? <laughs> and uh, sold his soul to the devil in order to obtain a magical cloak. Ooh. He planned to use the cloak to trap Marion into marrying him, but instead he destroyed <laughs> <laughs> Marion him. I know. Marian. I know they did it on purpose. <laughs> like, I know. And when I was writing this out, I knew it would sound like that when we read it, but... <laughs> but then when it happened, you couldn't handle it's it. It's so good. It's just so funny. <laughs> Sorry. Marion to Mary. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so instead of marrying her, he just... He had, instead of marrying uh, Marion. <laughs> instead of marrying Marion, he destroyed his home with Marion and her sick child still inside. <sighs> it's Oof. It's horrifying to think about it's like if if i can't have you no one can yeah and then kill them and that little boy <sighs> come on that man poor little boy yeah what a look at a boogity bastard exactly <laughs> i don't know questionable yes. morality. questionable <laughs> that's questionable mr boogity how could you so of course all three of them died and they now haunt davis's home since it was built in the same location yeah. yeah. With a cemetery not too far away. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And obviously, the children's parents are slow to believe the story until Eloise encounters the ghost of Marion herself and learns of the evil deeds of Mr. Boogity. The family realizes they must band together and destroy Mr. Boogity's cloak in order to get rid of him and bring the ghost's peace. Yeah, this first one is just a little... It's just a fun little movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About 45 minutes long. It's sweet. It's to the point. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like it. I, and it is, it's so strange because, yeah, the parents definitely don't believe them. They're, the parents have seen this crazy shit happen. And they're saying, you know, mm-hmm. oh, no, no. <laughs> you guys, that's not true. Yeah. And the mom gets up in the middle of the night to eat the fakest piece of bread I have ever <laughs> seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she goes to the window. She sees a legit ghost, full body apparition, floating outside. It's talking to her, and she is so calm. Your widow, Marion. Yes. Oh, well, this is a pleasure because the children told us all about you. You. Oh, please, you must come in. You must. You don't understand. As long as Mr. Boogity dwells within. The magic that keepeth him there also keepeth me out. Mm-hmm. She opens the door. Yeah. How about you come on in? I Things I would never say yeah. to a ghost. Yeah. No. Ever. How about you come on into my house? No, I can't because I was murdered there. <laughs> and he won't let me in. Yeah. My son's in there, though, and I'll never see him again for all eternity. I've been waiting out here for 300 years. <laughs> but everyone's afraid to come to this house, so no one knows. This is, this yeah. is the conversation, guys. Y- you yeah. think it's just like... Oh, well, nobody's lo- opened the door for me. Well, well geez, thanks. I'll come <laughs> yeah. in and get my son now. I'm like a vampire. Exa- you have to invite me in. I yeah. was thinking that, too. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, can we just point out for a second, not only did she have the fakest piece of bread ever, <laughs> she also had a plate of just nonsense, and the first thing she fucking eats is a fucking... <laughs> It's a craft single slice of cheese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, like, takes it out of the plastic and everything and just takes a little bite out of it. What are you doing? It was the only real food that they had. It was the only- yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. Did they feed the actors? Probably I hope not. so. Well, well, it, well, if it only took 12 I mean- days, then they probably didn't have to. We'll just get McDonald's. Once <laughs> yeah. I guess that's true. That probably was the cheapest route. Yeah. yeah. I guess they couldn't put that in the scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Mr. Boogity starred Richard Macer as Carlton Davis. Still acting today, he has a pretty successful career playing character roles in TV shows. He's had a lot of roles, including a part in The Thing in 1982, as well as Bill Montgomery in Orange is the New Black. And he also played Edward L.L. Moore on Younger as a parody of George R.R. Martin. He also played Stanley in the 1990 TV miniseries It. Oh, that was a... Mi- oh. oh, yes. I didn't know Starring of this. Tim Curry. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all should watch it. Yeah, Adam. Perhaps I will. Mimi Kennedy as Eloise Davis. Mimi Kennedy is also still acting and finds steady work as a TV actress. Kennedy currently has a recurring role as the character Marjorie on the TV series Mom. Aw. Yeah. My mom loved that show. <laughs> mom... You guys ever seen it? I've seen I a haven't. couple episodes. It's got Anna it Ferris is pretty in it. Funny. It's really good. Yeah. What is it on? I don't I don't know. Okay. Just wondering. CBS maybe. Internet. It's on One Hulu. Of <laughs> One of those things. I know that. That's where we watched it. 
Benji Gregory played Ari Davis, the youngest boy. I love that name, Benji. Yeah. No longer an actor, Gregory's last film credit is Once Upon a Forest, a 2D animated film from Hanna-Barbera. Oh. He had a role in the movie Jumpin' Jack Flash. Nice. But is most known as Brian Tanner from the show ALF. Oh, shit. Dang. Yeah, guys, there's some pretty famous people. Yeah, I was about to say. It's surprising. I... I guess I haven't seen many of these shows and stuff, but they—I know they're big, Dude, and yeah. I just Alf didn't is great. Any of them. <laughs> I really like Alf. You a fan of Alf? Yeah, it's so weird, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> David Faustino played Corwin Davis, who was the older boy in the movie. David Faustino is well known for playing Bud Bundy on the show Married with Children. He has been in The Young and the Restless, and he's in a new show now called Hollywood. Wood spell W O U. LD. So an interesting name. Hollywood. Put a fast one on you. In recent years, he's done a lot of voice work. For example, he is the voice of Mako in The Legend of Korra. Ta-da! Mako. Yeah. Apparently, Joaquin Phoenix auditioned for this role and did not get it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Back then, he was going by Leaf, I guess. Uh. Based on the stories that I heard. Christy Swanson played Jennifer Davis. Christy Swanson still acts today. She played Buffy in the 1992 movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Aha. She was also in several episodes of Psych as Marlo Vicelio. Nice. Yeah. Must have missed those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> or not, you know, when you go back and watch things and you're like, oh my gosh, that oh, was so-and-so. That's so-and-so, yeah. yeah. I, love, I love those moments. Howard Witt played Mr. Boogity. Howard Witt played a lot of bit parts on TV shows like The Golden Girls, Murder, She Wrote, Taxi, Hill Street Blues, and Simon and Simon. He was actually Mr. Boogity in the background of all of those. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Yes. Uh, he passed away in 2017 at the age of 85. Uh, wow. Yeah, and the last person on my list here, John Astin, played Neil Witherspoon. Uh-huh. Most known for his role as Gomez Adams in the original show and in the 1992 version of The Adams Family. He also played Radford on Erie, Indiana, which connects him to Omri Katz, who we talked about in the first episode of our Disney Halloween yes. series. It's, it's a vicious circle, everyone. It's, it's all just connected. A, it's it's just all, connected. all connected. Yeah. He has done a lot of voice work for shows such as Recess, Duckman, Private Dick, slash Family Man, and The Twisted Tales of Felix the Cat. He is also the adopted father of Sean Astin. He adopted Sean Astin when he was about three years old. There you go. Yep. Sean Astin's amazing. I love Sean Astin so much. Please listen to our podcast, Sean Astin. Yeah, and then then be on it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Sean Astin. (laughs) Oh, please. That would be so awesome. That would be incredible. Oh, The the Goonies is my favorite movie. Okay. All right, so what are some of your favorite moments from this movie? Before we move on to Bride of Boogity, what what do you guys like about this? I think the family is just such a great piece. They, They just bounce off each other really well. I love the parents. Especially um, the dynamic before the parents start believing in Boogity. Yeah. I just like how dismissive they are. It makes me laugh. And yet, they're still <laughs> playing all these pranks. Like, their children are terrified of a ghost. And they're like, ha jokes? <laughs> you want more jokes to terrify you? One of my favorite moments, when the father scares the mom... When she's like, ah, "That's this place isn't haunted. What are you talking about?" And then she goes to make toast, and he has a string tied to the toaster, and he 
pulls the toaster to the side and it scares the crap out of her. He's like, ah, I gotcha. And then her laugh is like, I can't even replicate it. It's, it's the most real married laugh. Yeah, yeah. When, when your spouse is just pulling stuff and you are over it. <laughs> You're like, I've been through this yeah. millions very, of times. Yeah, yeah, it's a very realistic moment. You can tell that she's like, that was a good joke, but God damn it, knock it off. But leave me alone. I'm trying to make toast. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's a very real moment yeah. for but, sure. You think about yeah. they just moved. They're in this creepy old house. Yeah. When, okay, so they arrived at this house. They flip on the light, and a dude is just in there. Like, he's just in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, he says, "Hello, I'm Neil Witherspoon. Your house is haunted, by the way. See ya." And then he yeah. leaves. It's like, it's. <laughs> When you look at last week's movie, uh, Watcher in the Woods, when yeah. you, the house comes with the old lady, <laughs> yeah. it's still weirder than that. <laughs> yeah. Because at least she lives in like a separate like wing or something like that. And she meets them, you in know, daylight, the realtor. Outside. Yeah, yeah. The realtor introduces her and all that stuff. Yeah, they But know this who guy she is. is just like, they already bought this house. Yeah. And the kids apparently hadn't seen it yet. Whatever. Um, and they go in. Yeah, he's just in there. Right. Like, oh. I, I thought it was funny that both parents thought it was hilarious when they pranked the kids. <laughs> like, the mom was like, ha ha, when she got pranked. But then, like, when the kids got pranked, it was like, oh, my God, that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. They kids. honestly, yeah, they gang up together against the children. Yeah. <laughs> They, yeah, because they had they've already experienced like especially the the oldest the daughter she has like full on experienced Mister Boogity at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah she, she, he haunts her the most. Yeah, she yeah. was like lured into that weird room. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> that reminds me of another great part where they come up to that room and he's like, "Did we install a green light in that room?" Because <laughs> of the green light glowing past That's the door, great. and then the footsteps. Uh, on the wall and he wow, like these are tears great. them off. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, I can make these. The uh, funny, fun fact about that green door. Yeah. So for the set design, when they did the green door, they had to take a regular door and cut off the tops and sides of it. Oh, wow. And then, it was too... Yeah, so the door just didn't fit in the frame, so that way it looked like more light was coming out oh. around uh, it because okay. otherwise there was no light yeah. coming around Either the sides of the be... door. It's way more light or yeah they yeah. wanted to make it seem like you know lots of light where cup was coming out of the door oh, oh that's man. a good little that's trick cool. there yeah. yeah but yeah the the feet on the wall <laughs> i guess they were i if they were left there by mr boogity then what the hell i know is it yeah there are these green slime footprints that are sticking to the wall and the ceiling and they're really cool and the dad sees them and says yeah this is neat. I could use this for my joke shop. Mm -hmm. He's not this wrong. Is a good They're idea. Cool. Yeah, yeah. He's right. And he like puts them all over. Himself. They stick to him. Yeah. Too. yeah. They they're almost like the consistency of a window sticky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like what you put on a window. I think the the way we're supposed to read that scene is that Mister Boogity is tricking them mm -hmm. into believing that he's upstairs. So he somehow this all powerful ghost. Finds a way to install a green light and put these fake footprints all over the wall. So as they're kind of creeping toward the door, they're freaked out. They open it. He's not in there. And he's downstairs. And he's with their little boys downstairs. 
Oh, that's and, right, because they had turned around to go back down. Yeah, the and yep. so he's, you know, they're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Distraction. Yeah. So, but yeah, Mr. Boogity, what is his main goal? Marion, oh. Marion. Right, well, right, right. But he, I don't know, he kind of <laughs> no, passed okay. that, though, right? Yeah, I mean, he won't let her in the house. <clears throat> yeah. So is his main goal just well, to I think it really was, scare people? Well, I think it was still to marry her because he was keeping her son hostage he's like you marry me or you won't see your boy ever again yeah yeah even in you know even 300 years after they all passed away i just i don't know because i feel like she made it sound like she couldn't go in the house even if she wanted to marry i think think the cloak changed him too like changed Mm. what he wanted or changed something of that sort fell into the power of it a little bit yeah i think instead of wanting to marry marion then he kind of ended up want, like enjoying this power, having yeah. this cloak power that he could yeah. mess with things. Right. And- One question about that, though, is if he has all of this power, why then still mess with Marion and her son? Like, if it, what's there's got to be some motivation it's, to that, right? It's almost just because they're trapped there, I guess. Yeah. That he doesn't have anything else to do. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I know. Get, yeah. It it is. It's kind of hard to understand. I guess it's just because he's trapped. Yeah. I mean, he still has the cloak, and he can still do all this crazy stuff. Like mm-hmm. I said, conjure a light bulb out of nothing and <laughs> screw it in mm-hmm. and put some fake foot. I mean, do whatever that's what he we're wants, supposed really. to believe. We're supposed to believe that he did all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, we're actually going to take a quick break and hear from our friends at the Cages Kiss Podcast. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage cast, where we discuss the movies and life of the national treasure, Nick Cage. There are three of us here, and I can't help but notice that none of us are Nicolas Cage. Did nobody call him? What? A cage cast with no Nick Cage? No, instead of being Nicolas Cage, we're three Nicolas Cage experts, which is the next best thing. I don't think we should admit to being experts. Too late. We are not experts at anything. We are not life coaches, and we are not in any way, shape, or form qualified to give you suggestions on life choices. But Nick Cage is, and he's made hundreds of life choices. Seriously, I cannot stress enough just how much you should not take our advice. But we're experts. No, seriously, we're not experts. Yes, but we will be reviewing his first acting gig as Nicholas Coppola, Best of Times, which features a young and very precious Crispin Glover. And his work in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And his work in My Nightmares. We're experts. So let's move on to The Bride of Boogity. Let's yes! do it. Yes! Yes, it's a full-length sequel to Mr. Boogity. Mr. Boogity is only about 45 minutes long. And this one's about an hour and a half. It's a full-length movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little interesting. But somehow less. Yeah, somehow it feels <laughs> somehow it feels like there's less in it yeah. than the original Mr. Boogity, and I don't want to I don't want to knock it too much because I no. do really like yeah, it. Yeah, it was, it was great. But it I do really think funny. that the m- first one had more had more meat to it and mm-hmm. was m- more interesting. Mm-hmm. So one year after Mr. Boogity aired, Disney followed it with a full length movie sequel. Benji Gregory, Christy Swanson, and John Astin were all unable to reprise their roles and were recast. Boo. (laughs) Yeah, Tammy Lauren played Jennifer Davis. Tammy Lauren is known for The Young and the Restless, and she played Holly on Mork and Mindy. Aww. Talked about Alf. It's another another show about an alien. We got Mork and Mindy. Alf is better. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Have you even seen Mork and Mindy? I'm just kidding. I'm shook. 
right now. Uh, yeah, it. my whole world. <laughs> yes, he tryeth. <laughs> that was my favorite moment from the original say, Mr. Boogity. It's the original Mr. Boogity. He tryeth. He tryeth. Yeah. Yeah, because she was real quick. Because she was somehow starting to like Mr. Boogity yeah, back in the, yeah, when they she, did flashbacks. She. Okay, let's yeah, let's hit the rewind button. So back three hundred years ago, when they were still alive, Mr. Boogity, William, whatever his name was, uh, Hanover. Yeah, William Hanover was in love with Marion, and Marion was this really kind widow, and everyone in town told her that Mr. Boogity, well, Miss William Hanover, was bad news, and that he was terrible, A and jerk. and she would tell everyone, no, 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 he's fine. He just, you know, he's just not. You know, he's just not what we're used to. He, he trieth, he she'd say. He trieth. He trieth and it made, uh, I love that. That's so funny. <laughs> so, yeah, she was kind of nice to him. But then he yeah. said, hey, you got him. You should marry me. She said, no. He tried. He tried to force her into marriage via a all magical cloak gotten from the devil. So, mm-hmm. so anyway, uh, Tammy Lauren played the J- Jennifer Davis in Bride of Boogity. Joshua Rudoy played Ari Davis. He was also in Harry and the Hendersons. If you guys ever saw that movie, don't think it's I a have. movie about this so. f- nice family that finds a Sasquatch. Ah, oh, they name him I Harry. Think, of course I think they I've do. Seen trailers, but I haven't yeah. actually seen it. Okay, nice. And Leonard Frey played Walter Witherspoon, Neil Witherspoon's apparent brother. So they didn't actually cast the character, recast the character Neil Witherspoon. They just cast a new guy and said that it was his brother. That way, Smart. it wasn't too weird yeah that way because I, I, I they don't say that he's his brother in the in the show in the movie but they do give him a different name and i i think that makes more sense because this man looks nothing like neil witherspoon mm-hmm. so <laughs> it is good that they you know at least they, they made him a different character yeah not just try to pass him off as the yeah. same guy leonard frey was in a, was in tv shows such as mr smith best of the west and mr sunshine he also played Mottle, the timid tailor and fiddler on the roof and Mr. Boogity was his last credit. He unfortunately passed away one year later at the age of 49 oh. due to complications with AIDS. Damn. This movie also introduced a new character, the grouchy Tom Lynch, played by Eugene Levy. We know him from the American Pie series and more recently, Schitt's Creek. If you guys have heard of that Netflix yep. series. Yes. Those eyebrows, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. they're legendary. <laughs> they yeah. really are. Yeah. He plays such a great character, but like <laughs> just a jerk for the no, for the wrong reasons. Right, right. So like so incredibly selfish. There is honestly no reason for him to be a jerk in yeah. this movie. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. just upset that the new guy's getting more attention than he is. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. big city boy. Yeah. Gag yeah. City with their like awesome jackets that say gag city and everything, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But, We'll, we'll talk about his store later. <laughs> <laughs> so the story goes, it's been about a year since the Davis family has defeated the evil Mr. Boogity by stealing his magic cloak. If you have not seen the original Mr. Boogity audience, folks, they suck it up in a vacuum. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, end. and then the ghost goes away. Yeah, that's it. 
Now, the Davis children are sensing that he will return for revenge. Carlton and Eloise decided to use a fake seance to convince the kids that Mr. Boogity is gone for good. But things go wrong, and they accidentally awake his spirit. <laughs> yeah. That is why a seance is always a bad idea. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. hilarious. Always. <laughs> Every time. It's hilarious because they were doing it. Perp- it was so fake. <laughs> like purposely fake, but they still end up actually conjuring yeah. the real Mr. Boogity. Yes. It's ridiculous because they had like, it was the the dad talking into a microphone. <laughs> like, oh, I'm a spirit master. Don't pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Right. This, like for real. Yeah. And they still end up summoning a real ghost. It reminds me of when you say something ironically for so long that it becomes mm. un- you know you're what? saying it you're you're just saying it That's ironically That's now. That's absolutely right. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Mr. Boogity possesses Carlton and tries to use him to get his cloak. When this doesn't work, he uses Tom Lynch instead. So this is a really interesting part that we'll just, you know, let's explain this. So Tom Lynch, played by Eugene Levy, hates the Davises because (laughs) he thinks that they are coming into this town and encroaching on his business. And he has just a regular old convenience store. Yeah, not and not just his business, but his business. Right. He thinks like, that Mr. Davis is way more, Carlton Davis is way more popular than yeah. he is. And he doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, just be nice then. Yeah. Right. Seriously. His store, yeah, it's a general store. Mm-hmm. And he gets upset that a joke store moves in because he happens to sell the shittest <laughs> toys at his general store. It's like, dude, stop selling those and yeah. your store is still fine. Yeah. Because 99% of the stuff in your store is not at the joke store. <laughs> so you'll yeah. be fine. It's only a joke See, store. From a business perspective, I don't understand why they the town holds like this carnival yes and it's this festival and like all the towns there and contributing and yeah etc etc and he like shuts up in his store and i'm like from a business perspective wouldn't you want to be a part of that you'd want to be like hey look at me he's soaking i'll give you yeah some of this i have special deals happening today exactly honor the festival or whatever Mm -hmm. exactly or like absolutely yeah so he's mad at mr davis because he wanted the the town festival to be on his land yeah and he wanted that sweet sweet payoff some money yeah he wasn't he wasn't um he wasn't elected honorary mayor yeah. oh, yes. for the festival. Yes. Um, so he wanted, yeah, he still wanted to be paid for the land. Right. Like, well, we, we haven't had to do that in the past. It's like, well, I, well, I'm not mayor this year, am I? Yeah. It's like, what the hell, you right. salty son of a bitch. Yeah, so wow. then Mr. Davis says, let's have it in the town square. Mm-hmm. And so Eugene Levy is just really annoyed at the Davises, and he doesn't like them at all. And during this seance, he tries to cut off their power. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, the seance, when they're trying to trick the kids into thinking that Mr. Boogity's not legit, they try to cut off, he tries to cut off their power, and in that process, he also helps bring Mr. Boogity back. Somehow electricity does something mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. causes this. And so when the dad gets possessed, which is the moment, I, I didn't think I had seen this, but... That 
w- awoke something in my memory. Him being possessed <laughs> and floating and yeah. saying, boogity, boogity, boogity. Boogity, boogity, boogity. He says over and boogity, over. Boogity, boogity. Just kidding. <laughs> boogity, boogity. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he floats in the air. This is an insane... It's insane. The whole yeah. possession. Yeah, it's great. I love how many times he floats it's just so often (laughs) it's awesome and the family and the mom says no kids mr boogity is not back woman what are you talking about woman your your husband (laughs) is literally floating (laughs) and saying boogity over yeah i'm married if my husband started floating (laughs) i would definitely have some suspicions (laughs) i might consider the fact that he's possessed it. I mean, there's a there's but it's a, a questionable scene. ghost. Yeah. So. yeah, obviously. There's a scene when they're sitting around the, like the kitchen table and they have this uh, what do you call psychic um, yeah. woman oh, with it, her glass. Yeah. She's a medium. Medium, yes, a medium with her glass ball and she's like, oh, he's deaf, you know, he's back and all that. And they they still like don't believe it. Yeah. They're still all like all the kids what? buy it. Yeah. And but- even and even the um oh what's his name? The new guy. Yeah. With the with the <laughs> with the Napoleon hat on. Yeah, Mr. I've, Witherspoon. Uh, Witherspoon, thank you. Yeah. I couldn't remember his name, but yeah, even he's like Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I believe this cuz yeah. you know his brother probably told him about the hauntings. Yeah. yeah. All that stuff. Yeah, it's really funny watching this and and everyone's trying in denial that this is actually mm-hmm. happening. It's really strange because obviously we've seen the last movie and we and to these characters the last movie happened. So if the last movie happened, you should definitely believe in Mr. Boogity. Yeah. You should definitely think he's coming back. <laughs> right, but they they, I guess they thought that he had been defeated yeah, at the end yeah. of the first movie. But what they don't realize and what they don't want to accept is that magic cloaks are very difficult to destroy. Yes. Well, it's interesting They don't because... even try fire. I'm so disappointed in that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that guy again. He just won't leave us alone. It's not fair. Corwin's right. The boys did destroy his magic cloak. Easier said than done. What do you mean by that? Magic cloaks are not so easy to destroy. Marion and Jonathan didn't have magic cloaks, but they were still, like, stuck on Earth. Yeah. True. It's interesting, too, because Marion isn't in this movie, but her little son is. Yeah. For, like, a second, yeah. Yeah. So all this is happening in the back on the backdrop of Lucy Fest, the town's big celebration. When Mr. Boogity ultimately returns, he tries to steal away Eloise, believing that she is his bride, Marion. Yes, because briefly in the early moments of Mr. Boogity possession, he uh, gets the outfit. Yes. That Marion wore and gave gives it to his wife. Yeah, when he's possessed, he says, Hey wife, wear Have this, this. wear this authentic three hundred year old <laughs> outfit that is in perfect condition. Wear it outside. Yeah. Walk in it. That sounds like a great idea. Use it as a costume for the festival. It'll, yeah. it'll be great. I can't I cannot I mean we'll talk about I mean we don't even have to talk about it, but like 
what one thing (laughs) but one thing i do want to bring up about that is she they were putting they were gonna do this fake seance as their like little fun gimmick for the festival so people would come in and do a fake seance right 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 right. such a bad idea her original yeah yeah, not that but just the outfit for a second when they first did it the practice session when they were trying to convince the kids that mr boogity was defeated she was wearing like a like a for real medium outfit with the crazy colors and like she put on the character and everything yeah and it's like it worked in that sense and then he gives her this new outfit and she's like Will it work? I don't care. And then she wears that yeah. as her new medium outfit, and it doesn't work at all anymore. She's not even the right – she doesn't no. even fit the character. She looks like a pilgrim. She's yeah. a pilgrim now. She's not – they would not want to summon a ghost. Mm-hmm. Oh, that just – that bugged me. Yeah. So in Bride of Boogity, one thing – Marcy and I watched the end of it together. And yes. If you're watching this movie – you get about, I would almost say, 80% of the movie. You're 80% of the way through, and there's still no Bride of Boogity yet. Yeah. They still haven't. It's really the only last 10 minutes of the movie that we get any kind of Bride of Boogity action, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were watching it, and Marcy and I decided we're going to have a play a drinking game. Yeah. Oh, boy. With like, Let's do it. And and what word did we decide to go with? <laughs> uh, boogity. Boogity. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, because because if we played this drinking game, yeah. I he says boogity a lot. Yeah. At the end of this movie, we only played it for the last half an hour. Yeah. We only played it for the last. We only played this game for the last half hour of the movie, and I gave up. We gave up. It was yeah. too much. Oh my gosh. He, boogity, we boogity, 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 boogity. Oh my god. Completely underestimated <laughs> how many times they could put boogity in this movie we like the first like you know 70 80 uh, percent of this movie like it was a reasonable amount it was a reasonable amount of boogity and honestly in the first yeah. movie it was a reasonable amount of boogity. Yeah. it wasn't that much but in the end of this movie when I- we decided to drink <laughs> is when it uh. just went like freaking crazy we were crying out please for the love of god stop saying boogity <laughs> <laughs> he was like you know in the middle of that carnival and you know he would oh my God. do his lightning fingers at things and be like boogity oh, boogity yes boogity and we're like yes. stop it for the love of god i can't take any more sips yeah it was too much you should just down the rest of the drink <laughs> pretty much i was like yeah. if we were doing shots for each single we would have had to pause oh the movie god. we would have yeah we didn't we didn't do that that would no. be and too i would much. not She'd advise die. it to anybody watching this do not do that play it if you insist on playing it play it with like the lightest drink you've ever had and (laughs) then also eat yeah or water (laughs) i it was too much but yeah i i i watched the end of this movie uh separately from youtube but i did yeah all of a sudden the bride of boogity is a thing and then the movie's it over yeah (laughs) It, it doesn't make any sense like I get that they're probably went for like a Bride of Frankenstein kind yes. of thing, but because even her hair kind of looks like Bride of Frankenstein yeah. when she gets like. Because at the end of the day, we have to remember this was a parody movie. Yeah. These movies were parodies. They were not actually trying to come up with scary movies initially, mm-hmm. so but, it would make sense. To yeah, do that. but I was I was saving this for the podcast. I came up with a better name mm. for the oh. sequel that I that I want 
it to be called now. Um, Mr. Boogity 2, Electric Boogity Lou. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my world is shook. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect Thank name. You. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. They even walk on the ceiling, I think. Yeah. Just like oh an electric boogaloo. Yeah. And he floats. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's brilliant. Oh, Thank you. Yes. Man. Perfect. Good job. The I think one of the funniest moments for me in this movie is the fact that when they're trying to convince Mr. Boogity that he has the wrong Marion, they dress up the daughter as Marion as well. Oh, uh, yes. And he like doesn't know. Which Marion is like? Who I don't is remember Marian what Marion's face looked like. I only know her outfit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like what? It's like wow, you really are in love with her. Aren't Seriously. You? <laughs> Ugh. That's the funny thing too that they dress up Marion and and he goes, oh, that must be or dress up dress her up as Marion. Yeah. And he goes, oh, that must be her because if I if someone was trying to trick my husband into thinking <laughs> someone was me. And they dressed them up in my outfit. He yeah. would not recognize them because I don't think he would recognize any of my clothes. Right, the clothes are not. <laughs> I don't think. I don't. Think I mean, you... you didn't have that one particular outfit you wore every day, Robin. I guess that's true. Three years a ago, comic. Or well, anything. Marianne was a cartoon, so she was yeah. only drawn in the same. I guess. Yeah, three hundred years ago, I guess they did kind of wear the same thing every day, so. But yeah, she was the only one with a slightly reddish. Color yeah, the reddish, yeah. the reddish cloak with the with the button. Yeah, the most pilgrim esque. Yeah, mm-hmm. but oh my gosh! So Bride of Boogity was honestly both of these are very fun. Oh, yes, and I hope we did a good job explaining these movies and the plots that go through them. Eugene Levy does honestly have a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets possessed also by Boogity, and Boogity uses him mm-hmm. to bring the cloak. The special effects are honestly pretty good for 1987. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hold up pretty well. I love the uh, the hand drawn animation Absolutely. effects. It's it's got a look that can't yeah. be replicated. Yes. by any kind of CGI. I mean, may, maybe it can, but I haven't seen anyone attempt to do it. But it's such a unique style that I love and wish would be brought back. Where, like, the green glow around them was obviously yes. like behind them yes. kind of you know it's that's what it was coming from and then all of the lightning strikes from their hands were just yeah. drawn right on the film cells that kind of stuff i want to say i i did watch this movie when i was a kid and you guys did not mm-hmm. which is really Correct. fun this is a whole month of me just showing you guys movies yeah and i'm yeah, really enjoying fun. that yeah and i do got to say that this did scare me as a kid yeah it did oh. freak me out a little bit i i remember being scared by it like just the feeling of it kind of scared me mm-hmm. and like yeah. i say that was kind of rare i didn't i didn't get scared by a lot of stuff when i was a kid but i do remember being freaked out by yeah. mr boogie i mean malevolent ghosts are yeah freaky yeah mm-hmm. i i think the initial the moment when they ar- arrive and they flip on the light and that man is in the house <laughs> that scared me that that image is really imprinted on my mm-hmm. brain and i remember yeah. watching that when i was a kid and it, this was something that my family did watch, and my dad loved it. Mm. So we he showed it to us. Yeah. And I'll, I, you know, boogity boogity boo was something that my dad <laughs> would say to us. So, yeah, I, I think the thing about Mr. Boogity that's really special is that this is kind of a cult classic, mm-hmm. and more of a cult classic than Hocus Pocus. We started out this, started out this month with Hocus Pocus, and the reason I say it's more of is because Hocus Pocus, 
honestly doesn't really have a cult following. It's just a very, very popular movie. Yeah, it's become, it's it's grown out of its cult following yeah. into a, just a popular movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is still kind of a cult following. But I will say, as much as I'm annoyed with some of the things Disney has been doing lately, <sighs> I will say that with Disney Plus, some people are going to be introduced to this newer stuff that's really old, but to them it'll be new. And yeah. they'll get introduced to things like Mr. Boogity, and it'll spark a new interest in right. this kind of thing. If yeah. there's if there's any silver lining to it, yeah, it it can introduce people to a new library of stuff that yeah. that Disney put out before all of this, yeah. you know, business nonsense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we, you know, all of us would agree that the content that Disney puts out is really good. It is. Mm-hmm. It just is. But. <laughs> you know, right. they could be doing it a little better or different. You yeah, know? they did. They don't have to be the Apple of. They're not. Companies. They don't have to squish yeah. other companies or whatever. Take yeah. credit for other movies. Or... Yeah, they don't need to do that. Oh. And so yeah, I was. I noticed that Mr. Boogie will be available on Disney Plus. So anybody listening that does get Disney Plus, you should check it out. Yeah, definitely. Or watch it on Amazon, or you know, you might be it might be available at your local library. Guys. Having fun isn't hard. If you've got a library card. That's right. Yes. There we go. Marcia, what was your drink of the week? So my drink of the week, it glowed very green. It is very green. It's very green and I love it. It it just matches the way he glowed. It's amazing. Imagine Mountain Dew, but like even more green. Yeah. Like you can't just go check it out on Instagram. It's so boogity. Which is why it's... The boogity. It's the boogityest. But there you go. <laughs> you took a sip and you could. Uh, it's boogity. good. It is good. Yeah. It is very good. We'll have the full recipe on our Patreon. Yes. Free for everyone to see. Check it out. Yes. 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 If you would like to check that out, that would be patreon.com slash Diaries. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Diary. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at Podcast. And we have a website, blackcasediaries.com. Yes. Woo. Yes. The new and improved blackcasediaries.com. Designed Check it out. by Adam. Yes. Thank you. It looks amazing. It does. Thank We've you. got merch on there. Yes. Just check it out, man. Just check it out. It'll be good. It'll be, take it'll a be, gander. It'll be sweet. Yes. I mean, it'll, be, it'll yes, just yes. be a nice little click. That's yeah, all. Click yeah. Click on the episodes and the yeah. blog posts. Every, every episode that we have ever done is available on our website. Yes. And what's also interesting is that every time we do this, you hear me kind of read some stuff off of a piece of paper. Or you hear Marcy or you hear Adam read. All of that is available. Yeah. You can actually read that too. If you're really interested in it, we have all our show notes available along with our sources. And you can go onto our website and you can look that up. And that is a lot of work from us. So please check that out because <laughs> it is. It's so much. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could please just, you know, if you're interested in figuring out where we learn all this from and how we do this research, boom, that's how you do it. There because, you go. yeah, we really care about the information that we give you guys on this podcast. We do not try to mislead you with any kind of information. So, check it out. Do it, it homie. Yeah. I think that's another case closed. Yes! So, uh, 
this is our second to last episode. Yes. It's almost spooked. It's almost Halloween. Oh, it's almost Halloween. Oh my god, I love Halloween so much. <laughs> I do, I do, I love it so much. I, I love it almost as much as I love Thanksgiving. <laughs> god, I love Thanksgiving. Isn't yes. that a great holiday? Yeah. That's a wonderful little holiday. Don't you oh love gosh, Thanksgiving? I, I love Thanksgiving. I also love Christmas, but I like Thanksgiving more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Halloween. If we're going to be honest. Okay, friends. Well, see you later. Bye. Bye. Never said being a ghost was easy. So um, what are we gonna do? Well, if it were me, I'd move.